Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also Apple freaking podcast, freaking Spotify, freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas. Coming via satellite freaking New York, via Doug Jordan's garage. Then we have freaking Doug Jordan back from the freaking brink. Come to explain himself, come to make things freaking right. Joining us from his own freaking domicile, also via the great satellite. And bringing up the rear, we have Tadia freaking Risher from undisclosed location. And geez Louise, dislocation unknown. Also, via the great satellite in the sky that we pray to. So, weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And the vision that I have been living in has become warbled and distorted and I no longer know whether I am experiencing a dream or a dream within a dream is this even real I open my eyes in the morning and I see women busty blonde beautiful naked above my bed swirling a cupid tiny little boy child with a diaper on almost completely naked with an arrow pointed right at me he shoots me between the eyes I can feel the pain on my forehead and I wince it is as real as any vision I have had it is more so but that visage may be guiding me to some Conclusions that are unfounded, weakers and tweakers, and I am beginning to wonder if I can trust my own judgment. I don't know. It is very disconcerting. But, geez louise, down on my knees, we have a great freaking show for you. I wanted to talk a little bit at the top of the hour about the candlelight vigil for Matir, which we mentioned last week. Yes, it went off without a hit. In the WAYO LGBTQ freaking parking lot. Yes, we had barbecue a la Doug Jordan, who we freaking roped in for the first time in many moons to come along. And there were speeches to be had. Sandy Farkas, it was almost like a freaking comedy act. I don't really know exactly what he was doing up there. He didn't mention Matir, but he did speak. And Sandy can speak a bit on that speech now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be a freaking sermon, but, um, it got some huge freaking laughs, which is, uh, which was a freaking excellent freaking surprise. Yeah, it was very funny. Sandy was basically dressed in a robe. He had forgotten about the whole thing when Doug Zorden came to pick me up. I said, where's Sandy? He's supposed to be with him. And he said, oh, I think Sandy's asleep. And I said, well, Doug, you got to go back and get the freaking truck and pick Sandy up. 
Yeah, I was. Well, I mean, I was half. I, I was sort of in a freaking fugue state where I was sort of half asleep, half freaking drunk, half freaking playing with myself. I mean, freaking honestly, uh, and I was just sort of coming in and out of. You know, I'd wake up, play with myself a little bit, fall asleep, and yeah, wake up, take a freaking sip of brown, freaking play with myself, fall asleep, and 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 then wouldn't you know, a freaking garage door freaking swings open, and there's freaking Doug saying, "We got to get to the freaking vigil." And I said, "I, I said, were well, you kidding me? He actually ended up freaking dying." And then they said, "No, no, he's alive. We're just." doing it anyway we got the freaking we got some freaking barbecue and i said all right i'll i'll just i'll just do one of my freaking sermons uh, and uh, man freaking knocked it out of the park basically yeah i think people really needed it it was odd as well that sandy didn't have his clasp i don't know what to call it the thing that keeps the freaking front door shut on his freaking bathrobe yeah, and yeah, it's a clasp it's called a freaking clasp and i didn't freaking have it um, I wouldn't, I didn't freaking have it because I was, uh, um, I've been freaking experimenting with freaking, uh, freaking autoerotic association. Um, so I, I had the freaking, I had the freaking clasp, uh, freaking clasped around my freaking, uh, freaking throat. Um, but I couldn't get it freaking tight enough. Um, and, um, yeah, so, um, I just ditched that at home and, uh, yeah, I went freaking classless. Um, freaking, and every once in a while, the freaking dangly Johnson freaking dangle in the wind, if you know what I freaking mean. But, it seemed to get a freaking big laugh too. So all's well, the freaking ends well. Yeah, it was a glorious event. Uh, Doug Jordan, if you could talk a little bit about the spread, about the items that you brought for consumption. Uh, yeah. So uh, I bought. Uh, I brought. I didn't buy. I brought uh, some pickles, uh, some barbecue that I made uh, at home, and then some barbecue pork, and there's some barbecue chicken and. You know, there was some cornbread and coleslaw, and I think there was a potato salad. Uh, there was rolls, obviously, for the to make your own sandwiches. I kind of just laid everything out there so people could, you know, go and make their own sandwiches. And then, yeah, that was the spread. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. If... You could find a way to suck the life out of a great party and a great story of a great party. Goddamn, did you just do it? And bless you for coming back. We missed you. We love you. And we're so freaking hot and for you. Now, geez, Louise, down on my knees, as freaking Tadius said, he did not show up. He skipped it. I told him that he had was a big part of the speech. He was also a keynote speaker. Tadia, you must have been busy. Uh, no, I wasn't too busy. I just, again, I was really adamant last week that I didn't want to come to a candlelight vigil, vigil for someone who was neither dead nor did I know them, and I stuck to my guns at this point. While I did miss out on some tasty freaking barbecue, I uh, I was pretty upfront about the fact that I didn't want to go, so I just I stayed at home. I got high, and I freaking played with myself. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, if you had showed up, the problem would have been solved. Because during my keynote speech, my great duality, during my great speech about Matir and his life and remembering him in remembrance of his 17-year-old life, at the height of my speech, I said, I have for weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and especially marotards who are surprised by just about everything, a gigantic surprise for you. And 
out of the ashes rose Matir, and I said, Look, he is here. He is alive, and he has risen. And Matir is back once again. And Matir stood there, shimmering, shining like the glorious night that has returned from the cave that he was locked into after being crucified on the cross, Doug Jordan, and... Jeez Louise, down on my knees, he actually seemed kind of confused about the situation. I don't... He's not exactly a performer. As one would would have expected when they made him uh, appear at the top of the hour in the keynote speech. So, Jeez Louise, down on my knees. Mateer is back. All is well. Well, I mean, he was never dad i mean you guys know that right i think you talked about that on last week's show he he wasn't dead so that's why he was a little confused you just kind of said you know show up at this place at this time and he didn't really know it was a eulogy for him and also a lot of the factual information that you spouted was in fact not factual there was nothing that you really knew about this 17 year old kid's life other than that he was sunjay's uh nephew yeah, I mean, basically everyone was freaking confused because you also didn't announce, and here he is, freaking material. He said, I have a surprise for you. And then a, a man stood on up on stage. He looked confused. Everyone in the freaking audience was freaking confused. And I was sure as hell confused because, I, like I mentioned many times, never met the guy. And I said, who the f- is this guy who's freaking standing here? And I, I swear to freaking Uyghurs and Tweakers, they were freaking crickets. And there was freaking, and there was freaking silence for good freaking two three freaking minutes and then when you finally said this is mater lots of, even more freaking confusion double down on the freaking confusion well the Wiggers and tweakers definitely freaking still thought he was freaking dead uh and he was confused because he had freaking spouted freaking completely incorrect freaking information and i was confused because at that point i was so freaking drunk i freaking forgot that he was alive i thought he was freaking dead and so i was i was very freaking confused again well for Wiggers and tweakers it is called stretching it is something that you do in radio or in speeches when you don't actually have any information that is new to give. You stretch. You take time. You, you stretch out your speeches, filling in the gaps with details that maybe aren't factual, but are near dear to your freaking rear and to your freaking heart. Doug Jordan, you were going to say something. Please speak now. Oh, I was just going to say it was even I think it was confusing for a lot of people because even the description of him visually that you explained was way off from what he actually looks like. So people really had no idea who this kid was. Yeah, you 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 mentioned you said he he was a is a towering figure in personality and in friggin and physically. And then this little I saw this little tiny friggin this tiny friggin kid friggin standing there. Yeah. Basically, with his freaking thumb up his rear, if I'm being honest with you, freaking having no idea what the heck is freaking going on. Uh, I mean, and I said, This is the freaking guy. I know I finally got to freaking talking to him, too. His freaking personality is anything but freaking towering. It is uh, freaking minuscule. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, geez, Louise, down yeah. on my knees. All is well for freaking Matir. And God bless him for returning. So. That's all I wanted to say. I do need to touch on this. We spoke about this last episode that we were appearing in court. 
the great case of Marvel Givens. Marvel vs. freaking Octagon continues as Octagon sits in wait of the end of his life. He is in a coma after Marvel Givens, the freaking bounty hunter, tore out his eyeball and beat him within an inch of his life and tried to murder him, basically, and and doctors were able to keep his body alive, but most likely not his brain. Or at least we thought. Now, we had to be deposed in this incident because, of course, we had witnessed it all but Tadia Risher, and yet, for some reason, Tadia, too, was deposed. And so we went and filled up Doug Doran's truck Jeez Louise, down in my knees did we in our Sunday best. I picked out my brightest blue house dress, which I am still wearing because, of course, I am shackled by the ankles and cannot put on pants trousers. Doug Jordan regaled in a blue sweater vest and a tieless shirt. One of those shirts without a real collar. It's got buttons, but the collar is not real. Kind of like the, maybe like a... Well, the collar is real. It's just a different kind of collar. But it's like a pilgrim would wear, Doug Jordan. Well, just a, it, that's just the cut. It's very, uh, I think it's European. I believe it's a European cut. Well, I believe your freaking great-grandfather must have been freaking buried in that shirt because it belongs clearly to a freaking colonial American. Okay, well, I got it as a Christmas present. You look like, please don't interrupt me. You look like the kind of guy who would freaking set uh, freaking uh, somebody ablaze because you believe them to be a freaking witch when you were in that thing. Yeah, you. It screamed a, of Giles it, Corey, Doug Jordan, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, that is what I'm. I don't know who that freaking is, but yeah, that is what I'm trying to freaking say. The Crucible Doug. Yeah, it was. It was a gift. Are you so familiar I, with the freaking Crucible Doug? Uh, yes, I am familiar with the Crucible, Doug. Sorry, the Crucible. Well, geez, Louise, there we went. Sandy Farkas was dressed basically the same way he was dressed at the candlelight vigil. Smelling of brown, but with a gleam in his eye I had not yet seen before, I believe. This was an exciting day for all of us as we were to take the stage in the high court and Tadia Risher, too, climbed into the back of Doug's truck with me as we drove to the freaking great town court. Now, sitting in that waiting room, I was met by three surprises. The first one being a Ms. Malvor the aide that runs the group home that I had been hiding from. I knew this was risky coming into the courtroom, but I didn't know how risky it would be. For I have been on the run from the group home that I am relegated to stay at, that wants me back, has been chasing me. Octagon was chasing me when he had his eye torn out. Now, the second surprise was Mrs. Warsbazer. She was in tow next to Malfour. With a hate in her eye, I saw her make me. And I standing there in my blue freaking house dress, leg irons, a giant helmet covered in freaking moss, begin shaking. Sandy says, quick, go sit down, Taylor. Have a seat. Sit next to Doug. And I sat between Mommy and Daddy, Doug and Sandy. And Tadia sat on my lap. And geez Louise down at my knees. Uh, there. Hold on. That's not, I didn't sit on your lap. 
you kept trying to get me to sit on your lap, but I, I, you kept like pushing yourself over to me, but I did not sit on your lap. Well, I wanted to be obfuscated by the image of a small child on top of me. Maybe they'd think, oh, this is a mother and her child. He's not a small child. He's not a small small child. Well, he's I, a pretty grown man. I know, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't necessary, and it was it was the right thing, uh, freaking Tadia, for you to refuse to sit on his freaking lap. Uh, and I don't think I don't think. I mean, at that point, you're you're in a freaking dress. You were freaking wearing a freaking mask. I mean, you were plenty of freaking objectificated. Um, objectificated. Oh, Jesus, wait, what in the heck did you freaking say? Objectificated. Objectificated. I have no idea what it was. I have no idea how to freaking say Incognito. I don't even know what it means. I don't know how it came out of my lips, to be honest with you. But which way? Which one of us is mommy and which one of us is daddy? No, oh, I'm just get confused. Dog, please. We know. Please. We know who is who. I thought Wait, it was okay. obvious. I would think it'd be neither of us, but all right. Uh, well, geez Louise, down on my knees, there I sat. And we waited. And the judge eventually came out of the great closet that he stays in emerging in a giant black robe and white powdered wig and he sits down and grasps his gavel and hammers three times and he said there will be no deposition today and the look on all of our faces we were in shock He says, this is adjourned until further notice. And we gleamed around looking for an answer unknown. And whispers were being made by the attorneys present. And Marvel Given sat in the corner looking very, very large in a very, very tight suit. And his hair combed to the side and his mustache with a slight glean on it. And he... Looked pretty much unfazed by the whole situation. He seemed to be just about as grumpy as he always is. The bounty hunter. And he is waiting for an answer. And suddenly a whisper started making its way around the room and we discovered the reason that this deposition had been postponed was because the octagon awoke. He is no longer in a coma, is what I'm saying. I don't know if everybody's on paids with me. Um, I mean, obviously, we're, we're on free. We were there. Yeah, we were there. We heard about the whole thing. Yeah. Then why did I just say all that? I have no idea. Don't know. Well, so, geez louise down on my knees for weakers and tweakers out there. Now you know the octagon is awake, and we are waiting on his word. And I knew the moment I heard when... The whisper came to the ears of my freaking bulbous head that he had awoken from his coma. I said, we missed our chance, Sandy Vargas. We should have gone in there and done the Lord's work, played footsie with the freaking switch and turned off his freaking lights forever. We missed our chance. So, uh, and for the first time, I freaking agreed with you. I said, "Yeah, I couldn't." For, in that moment, I couldn't freaking think of a reason why I put it, why I told you not to do that in the freaking first place. Yeah. I couldn't think of a freaking reason. Yeah, I don't. I thought to myself, why was I so freaking against this? I think you were busy working on the master plan. I don't know. You've always been a little frightened by the freaking octagon, too, as well as Doug Jordan. That's, that's not. I mean, Doug is freaking frightened. Um, 
Doug is definitely freaking fighting for uh, yeah, the freaking octagon. Definitely. So I and I, you are as well. No, because you hide under the bed whenever he. Well, you used that, to hide under the bed whenever he came around. That was because that was a different. Was just a coincidence that you just always happened to go under the bed whenever you heard that he was around. You just were looking for a pair of socks or something under the bed. That sounds that sounds fine. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. For, thank you. Yeah, I was looking for socks under the freaking bed. It's freaking coincidence. Crusty old pair of socks. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. We got up to leave, and I thought, this is it. Malfour and freaking Warshbasher are going to come nab me, return me to whence I came. And they did step forward toward me. And they said, hello, Taylor, how are you feeling? And I thought, this is it. Goodbye, freedom. Welcome back to the freaking... They're going to put me in the hole for nine months. I won't even be able to do the radio So, And the final, the fourth and final surprise came when they told me that I had fulfilled my court order about a year and a half ago. And then I had been staying at the group home voluntarily since then. And the reason they were looking for me was because I just needed to return to fill out some discharge paperwork. So... I guess I'm free. I don't know what else to say. I... Yeah, that is, that is freaking hilarious. This is the funniest freaking thing that's ever happened on this show. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, this whole freaking ordeal. I mean, there there was a man in a freaking coma with his freaking eye freaking gouged out. Yeah. And it was because you thought that you had to, I mean, Jesus, we, we, I mean, we freaking poisoned the man, too. We poisoned that whole freaking staff for no freaking reason. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's a trick or... I don't know if I should go back to do the discharge paperwork. I obviously don't want to get tricked back into losing my freedom, but at the same time, it seems like this might be over. This part of the journey might be over, and now I can really get to work. I'm getting this freaking great radio war finished. So, Doug Jordan, you wanted to say something? I just... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Didn't they tell you that uh, you were going to, you were, your sentence was up or anything like that? Or not wasn't to, there some sort of volunteer form you had assigned to stay there? Not to my knowledge, Doug Jordan, obviously. Jeez Louise. So all of a sudden you're the freaking judge in his black robe and white powdered wig. Yeah, but I don't live in a closet. I am not being deposed right now. Well, Okay. Speaking of which, why don't we put you on trial, Doug Jordan? And with that, for weakers and tweakers, Doug Jordan has been gone for a near over a month. No explanation other than he had some finances to look into. Now he comes back, graces us with his grace presence. So since returning, why don't you just answer this question for me? How... Are you doing? How have you been? How was your week? How are you? God bless you. And also, how was your week? And the, the other week and all of the weeks. Why? Why are you here now? Then you have been gone. Um, OK, that was kind of a lot of questions that you asked me at once. Uh, so first answer. Start with, uh, uh, start with the one. How are, are you? Or? No, no, I'm not. And I uh, will never answer that on the show. Uh, and yeah. So there's that. Uh, also, thank you for the blessing. I uh, greatly appreciate that. 
and uh, my week and weeks uh, have been uh, pretty good. Uh, can't really complain. Uh, you know, there was some ups and downs and uh, a couple hills I had to climb, a couple mountains that I had to uh, to scale. And oh, now, Doug, just uh, get to it. What does that mean? Well, um, I was out at, uh, we were out at the Ortego Grill, all of us, uh, one night, and uh, Larry Brown said, boy, I, I sure could use some freaking help right now. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you know, the one of my partners from the restaurant's pulling out right now, so we have a seat at the table, and I need I need somebody to, to come in here and, and uh, be a partner with me in the restaurant. And I said, well, I have uh, some finances and, and uh, in order, and, and uh, maybe I could maybe I could help you out and we get to talking and, uh, turns out, uh, uh, well, now I am the uh, partner of the Ortego grill. So we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to partner with Larry Brown and going to start serving barbecue over there. Uh, and, uh, you know, taking care of the, running the restaurant and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. And that's, that's it. Do you have any follow-up questions or? Want give shut up. Give us a second. You know, we're thinking. Yeah, I'm gonna process all this bull I just heard. Well, I mean, you knew about it. You were in the house when I was testing recipes, and and you know, I would say, hey, what do you think of this this pulled pork? You know, and you and you ate it all. I mean, almost every night. Every time I gave it to you, you said it was good. So I thought you were just making me dinner every single night. Yeah, but I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm looking into partner on this restaurant. You know, I want to, you know, cook barbecue. Yeah, I like, I like cooking barbecue. I, I want to test out recipes and help turn the place around. And you said, oh, that sounds freaking great. Are you going to serve freaking brown? And I said, yeah, of course. That The bar is going to stay full bar. And, and that was that. Um, well. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. That's pretty cool, I guess. I. Kind of came out of left field. Well, geez, Louise, Doug Jordan, I God bless you on your journey ahead, though I imagine it will be a journey to the bottom. Tadia Risher, bringing up the rear. How are you doing? How have you been? God bless you. How are you? And how was your week? Wow, thank you so much for the freaking blessing. Um, very freaking. Um, as always, thank you for freaking asking. Uh, week's been uh, a little tough. There's a lot of freaking uh, tension down at the deep cleaners because um, uh, the the owners are getting worried about some new technology. And might put them out of freaking business. Freaking turns out that they're these scientist types. These freaking uh, big tech nerds are developing mollusks that are land mollusks, mollusks that are snails. And what they do is they eat human waste and they clean human waste. They go up and down the floor and they just eat human waste. And even the the trails that they leave are a lot cleaner than the floors were. Um, So they're thinking that they're going to train these freaking land mollusks, these snails, to start eating human waste. And that's an issue, obviously, because a deep clean specialist, 98% of what we clean is human waste, whether it be from the freaking rear end or the freaking front end, if you know what I freaking mean. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of tension. They're they're talking about layoffs. They're talking how they might have to go out of business. And, uh, but, uh, you know, so a few years down the road, that might be an issue. Wait, so are they, are these snails, these basically eating snails going to 
Jeez Louise down on my knees be implemented in this trade anytime soon? Is that what you're saying? No, it's several, several years down the road. And so this made you had a really bad week. That didn't help, no. Wait a minute, this, this is us still talking about your freaking week. This isn't even... This isn't, isn't a news story? What the, wait, so I'm confused. He asked you how was your week, and you told this freaking story about mollusks that eat their own... That they eat their own, their own feces? Is that what it no, was? No, no, no. They, they eat human feces, and... Yeah, what do you mean they're being developed? Is this, you know, with like a sort of a robot or something? Like a robot no, snail? Doug, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, or else we'll be freaking on this. We'll talk about this, the whole freaking podcast slash show. Um, but uh, they're they're basically training them to freaking eat poop and 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 it's it could run us out of business. Well, I mean, I mean, a snail moves pretty slow. I mean, how how fast do you think a, Doug, a bunch please, of snails can a, clean a room? Doug, please, you get a you get a thousand freaking snails in one jack room at the freaking sperm donation center. They can clean that place in a matter of thirty minutes. Yeah, but then you got to pick up a thousand snails. No, they just roam. They're like, um, like the Roombas, Doug Jordan. They're just always sort of milling about. Exactly. They're just always kind of there, Doug Jordan. So instead of them, instead of us going to clean the freaking sperm bank once a week, they just freaking, you just have to work around the snails. You play with yourself into a cup and the snails clean the room around you. I don't know how comfortable I would be playing with myself in front of a thousand snails in a room i think that kind of weird me I'd, out i'd be fine yeah i also think doug jordan you'd be very comfortable doing that i think that this is something that we're all going to get used to it's nothing that, that these changes don't happen like that you one day there aren't just snails everywhere there's a news story about the snails you hear it on a radio so like this one and then the next thing you know yeah oh i went over to that one place guess what they got those snails cleaning up everything they're just following you around sort of milling about very slowly they've got hundreds of thousands of them and the next thing you know everybody's got them Kind of like freaking Wi-Fi. Yeah, but this is, you know, it's not the internet. These are snails that specifically are bred to eat. Yeah, that's true. So, well, geez Louise, down on my knees, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, last to you. The best for last. God bless you. We love you. We're so freaking hot for you. How you doing? How you been? How freaking are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah, um, freaking first things first, freaking, uh, yes, I am freaking drunk, um, I also am freaking freaking diggins, um, even though I just freaking, I honestly just freaking blew myself, um, damn near freaking 20, 25 minutes ago, but, um, I'm back to freaking feeling that, uh, I, um, and I guess thank you for the freaking blessing, uh, um, and then what was the last part of the freaking... How was your what week? Am I, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? I'm on a freaking. How was my week? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like nobody has left me anything to freaking talk about. Uh, there was a freaking uh, freaking vigil for a man who wasn't dead. Uh, there was a freaking deposition where nobody ended up freaking asking any freaking questions. Uh, I, there are freaking mollusks that. Eating freaking. Um, I got a freaking. I got a freaking email. Um, 
I got an email a couple freaking days back uh, inviting me to, uh, I guess this is kind of freaking exciting, uh, an email freaking asking me to uh, freaking host a freaking local freaking Labor Day freaking event. You got to be kidding me. Am I coming? Um, that would probably be, I mean, I can't freaking stop you, but it'd probably be wise if you didn't. Um, I think because there's going to be, it's like an all ages thing. So I think there'd be a few children that would probably be afraid of you. Um, bumbling around in a freaking dress covered in freaking moss and actually chained at the freaking angles. Uh, yeah, so I, I, would, I don't know about if that would be the greatest freaking idea. I mean, if I could, I got the moss, I could hide. I mean, if they, maybe they, if you could send me a with location, I can sort of scout the perimeter, see if I could just sort of stay on the periphery. What is... I feel like yeah. that's even worse. Okay, well, you, what is it? I just want to know what it is. I don't care how bad it looks, Doug Jordan. I don't have ill intents uh, towards children. I could have sworn it was my freaking it was my freaking time to freaking speak. Uh, so the freaking event is a uh, it's a Labor Day freaking uh, pool party slash freaking ice cream freaking social, um, and uh, I guess it's a freaking fundraiser uh, for something. But it's a uh, it's a freaking Hawaiian themed Labor Day freaking pool party. Uh, so with Labor Day spelled freaking L E I Labor Day, because uh, everybody's gonna be wearing freaking lays, like baked lays. Obviously not like freaking baked lays. No, um, like freaking little Hawaiian flower freaking necklaces, and freaking Hawaiian freaking shirts, and they're gonna be passing around freaking Hawaiian uh, flavored freaking um, ice cream at the freaking ice cream freaking social. Um, I mean, I guess that is. That's what it is, and I haven't freaking decided if I'm gonna freaking do it or not. Um, although I, I can only freaking imagine that if I don't freaking do it, they're probably gonna freaking go to freaking Dawson next. So I would probably say freaking yes and just freaking take a couple of extra freaking bucks out of his freaking pocket. Because um, I know they already freaking asked freaking Gary the freaking happy pirate, and I guess he's freaking retired. Uh, and then that stupid asshole from uh, the Gentleman's Club, I think he got asked, and then they realized, and then they listened to his show and decided maybe we shouldn't have him do it. And then I guess they freaking asked me. And um, so I got, I've got about a freaking couple hours to respond. Maybe I'll just freaking say freaking yes. I'm freaking drunk, by the way. So they saved the best for last is what you're telling me. And God bless them for doing so. This doesn't exactly sound like you. That's all I want to say. Because we have had some great barbecues at Doug Jordan's house with wet t-shirt contests and barbecue eating contests, hot dog putting up your rear contests. Bringing mud wrestling, bringing sh- shows, mud pit. Yeah, that, that's Burning right. my shed down. Yeah, freaking great parties. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm freaking to agree with you that that seems, that's definitely much more my freaking speed. Uh, and this uh, freaking ice cream, freaking social pool party sounds kind of like a freaking bust. Um, but maybe if I freaking take the freaking job, like I said, take a few freaking bucks out of freaking Dawson's pocket, um, freaking put a few extra dollars in my freaking pocket, and maybe we can even, uh, you know, bring some of our freaking signature freaking flair to the freaking uh, the event and see if we can freaking mix things up, show them a freaking party that they'll never freaking forget. God bless you. I'm definitely going to be there now. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. I can't tell you to go to this freaking Labor Day party, but if you do, you will not regret it. We will be tweeting out the location. Sandy the Sandman Fargus is going to be throwing another one of his great Sandman freaking parties. So Yeah, 
Yeah, you know what? I freaking, I'm just going to freaking commit to it right here now. I will be at the freaking Labor Day, spelled L-E-I, freaking uh, pool party and freaking ice cream, freaking souls. So everybody freaking come out. It's going to be it's going to be freaking yeah, it's going to be one of the best freaking parties of our freaking lives. Yeah. And I can't wait. Now, I want to get to one thing before we get on to the freaking news and discussions. And that is something that you talked about. Dawson, Evan freaking Dawson, the one coming against us in this great radio war. Yeah. Now. We have been awaiting a master plan from Sandy uh, Farkas to take fruition yeah. because it's the only thing that can yeah. save us, and yeah, save yeah, us yeah. it must. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all true. Um, that's all true. Let's go ahead and freaking uh, move on to freaking news and discussing. Um, and man, let's freaking and and let's do the let's do the freaking show. You don't have anything to say about the the master plan. Uh, I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, I, I feel like I might be freaking divulging a little freaking too much about the freaking master plan on the freaking radio, oh. uh, because there has to be a freaking veil of freaking secrecy. Otherwise, this thing's not going to freaking work, and we're all going to freaking end up dead. Uh, so basically, what I think, I think moving forward, my new freaking approach is going to be uh, freaking discuss the freaking master plan as little as freaking possible. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That actually does make a lot of sense. So, yeah, geez, Louise, hasn't that been your plan the whole time? What are you talking about? Because you don't actually like I, have a plan. Don't talk about the plan, of... Doug Jordan. Yeah. So so far, uh, someone's not abiding by the the rules that I've freaking just set up. Uh, the idea is to not freaking talk about. I feel like I'm. By the way, don't appreciate your freaking tone. Uh, more you interrupting me. Uh, so go ahead and freaking uh, freaking zip your lid. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm really sorry about that. What? Okay. Mom's uh, the word, Doug Jordan. Mom's the freaking word. We're not talking no. about the freaking master plan. Just know that it, uh, the freaking gears are freaking turning, and we're going to get this thing going, or I will be freaking dead. God bless you and, for that. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 914-915-913-514-6301-6201-915, jeez Louise, call the freaking show. Our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, ballroom dancer Serge Anik died, according to TV Line. He was 33 years old. Anik competed, who competed on season 11 of So You Think You Can Dance, emigrated to the U.S. from Ukraine when he was a three-year-old small child. Later, he became a champion ballroom dancer and auditioned for the popular dance competition. So, during the 2014 season, Onik made it to the top 20 live performance portion of the season before getting eliminated in week four of the results show. Onik went on to appear in Dancing with the Stars, Jane the Virgin, Marvel's Agent Carter, Bones, and this year's In the Heights. The cause of death is still unknown. So, Onik, Serge, Onik, God bless you. We loved you. You meant so much to this great country. Uh, once you came here. Before that, obviously, we didn't know nothing about you. But then you came here and you stole our hearts with your dance moves. Now, unfortunately, we don't have time to go into a prolonged remembrance. Though we could if we had time to. But Sandy the Sandman Farkas, I remember being yeah. somewhat confused by the structure of the show, So You Think You Can Dance. And I was wondering if you could sort of go through a quick version of how the show worked in terms of a competition. 
Um, yeah, my freaking, I'd absolutely freaking love to. One of my freaking favorite shows. Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, this is a freaking dance freaking competition, uh, where all the freaking, uh, 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 all the freaking contestants are going up. Uh, they do what we call the freaking wave one dance presentation. This is, uh, just sort of like a keep it loose, keep it freaking limber, uh, just sort of getting a freaking feel of the, the freaking stage. Uh, but this, this whole freaking, uh, this whole freaking round is obviously freaking judged by freaking dice of, of judges. Uh, made up of, you know, kind of who you'd expect. You got freaking Gilbert Godfrey. You got freaking Bruce Valanche. You got freaking Whoopi Goldberg. Um, they're all freaking spouting off freaking one-liners. It is freaking hilarious. Um, and then sort of moving on right from there into the freaking face-off round. This is where freaking uh, two freaking contestants are freaking handpicked by Bruce Valanche and freaking Whoopi, and they are freaking tasked with facing off against each other. Obviously, after that, moves into the freaking elimination round. One of those freaking contestants is freaking thereby eliminated. But after that, there is what we call a freaking redemption round, where that freaking eliminated contestant who just got eliminated has one chance for freaking redemption. Obviously, they dance. Uh, this one's got to be really freaking good. They got to pull out all the freaking stops, and we immediately go back to freaking Godfrey, Whoopi, and freaking Valanche. They go ahead. They say what they liked about their dance. They say what they don't like about the dance, and then boom, that contestant is freaking back in. He is back in the freaking competition just in time for freaking wave two, and this is a freaking phase one challenge. Uh, at that point, uh, that point the two contestants are thereby freaking crowned king and queen of the freaking competition and the next freaking task they're uh, tasked with is to pick a freaking knight monk and jester so at that point what you got is a whole new freaking slew of freaking contestants they come out and they are now freaking trying to impress the freaking king and the queen the people that you watch freaking competing against each other earlier uh and then and if you're worried that freaking maybe freaking whoopie doesn't ever freaking say in this don't worry for she freaking does uh so after they freaking have a brief uh consultation they go ahead and they freaking knight the knight, they freaking uh, pick the freaking monk and they pick the jester. The monk is immediately freaking disqualified. Uh, and they move right on from that to the freaking double doozy ceremony. This is where the monk uh, goes ahead uh, in, a, in, a, in a short freaking round of freaking extreme freaking challenges to see if they have what it takes to be back on the freaking show. Uh, this is when it gets sort of into the freaking uh, American Ninja Warrior type thing. Uh, but imagine this man, this is a freaking, and it's always a freaking fat guy. Uh, this is a freaking fat dancer who is freaking forced to go through an obstacle course, all while freaking dancing. And if he's able to do it successfully or unsuccessfully, then they have a chance of coming back. They almost always freaking come back. That's just in time for freaking phase two, wave three. At this point, you have the king, the queen, the knight, the monk, the jester. And at this point, mind you, the freaking monk is pretty freaking banged up. Uh, but they all put on one final freaking day. Dance, the really freaking move the freaking judges, and that is when it is time for the freaking final prize, a freaking ceremony. The final prize is a uh, freaking beautiful uh, diamond encrusted golden freaking crown that is never freaking won by the freaking king. And apparently, the moment that it freaking happens, they will freaking thereby freaking cancel the freaking show. So, yeah, thank God it freaking hasn't happened yet. Because we got freaking lots more. We got freaking years of this freaking show to look forward to. Yeah, there's a great deal of slime, too, involved for Uyghurs and Tweakers that like slime, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, after they freaking, if they say, if you don't win the freaking golden crown, it moves on to a segment called Slime the Fatty, uh, where they pull the freaking monk uh, center stage, and they absolutely just freaking douse him in freaking slime. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. And th this is every episode goes through all these these phases and things that you're talking about? Uh, every single freaking episode, yes. There's a that's a lot for for what is it like one hour? It's a two hour pro it's a two hour freaking program, Doug. And there's a king and queen and a knight and a monk and jester every single two hours. Doug, he, just spent, he just spent five minutes explaining this. You got to keep up. 
Yeah, and I don't, I don't really feel like it. It wouldn't make any sense to waste any more freaking time on freaking the Dancing with the Stars because I pretty much freaking explained it perfectly. Yeah. Well, what's the importance of Slime the Fatty? Why do they do that? Absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, first of all, absolutely freaking hilarious. Second of all, it works as a sort of uh, motivational freaking tool because they always bring the freaking fatty back for the freaking... The fatty is actually the only freaking one who's in every single episode. It's the same guy, uh, big fat guy, every single episode. Uh, he's my freaking favorite character on the whole freaking show, by the way. Yeah, he doesn't so even like dance. he's like kind of a gimmick. Yeah, he doesn't dance. Yeah, and he's, he's, yeah, he's a freaking terrible dancer. And he's freaking pretty terrible at going through freaking obstacle courses as well. Well, God bless you for explaining that once and for all. He's very good at getting freaking slimed, though. At the end of the episode, he, when he looks so freaking sad every time they freaking slime him. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Miss, is it on? What, what day is it on? Sorry, Tady. Every, every night of the week, Monday through Friday, every night of the week, at freaking 8 o'clock. Yeah, for six months straight. I'm going to miss Serge Aonic. I know, Serge. Serge was a big deal, so. I guess we'll watch it tonight, then, after the show. Well, I don't know if it's running right now. I'm not sure. I got to check yeah, the schedule. On, yeah, I believe I believe I heard that they were on freaking hiatus. Um, unfortunately, because I, I believe I heard that the freaking patty actually died. Too much slime, Doug Jordan. So, last week, a Belgian woman who was banned from the Antwerp Zoo after engaging in a four-year relationship with a chimpanzee, according to People. For the past four years, Addie Timmerson has been visiting Cheetah, a 30-year-old chimpanzee, weekly. Zoo staff members described the, quote, close bond as involving the primate and woman waving and blowing kisses to each other from opposite sides of the ape's enclosure. Quote, I love that animal and he loves me. I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? Timmersman said, we're having an affair, I'll just say. Recently, the zoo has expressed concerns over the relationship's negative impact on cheetah's interactions with other chimpanzees. Quote, an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. We want cheetah to be a chimpanzee as much as possible, a spokesman for the facility added. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Doug Jordan, you have a little experience in this area. Why don't you go ahead and take it away? Oh, well, I've seen... Uh the movie Dunstan checks in if that's the experience that you are talking about. Not quite. I was thinking something a little more personal, if you know what I mean. I don't have any personal relationship with a chimpanzee. Well, maybe not a chimpanzee, but, you know, other there are other animals, and I'm, I'm assuming that it has a sort of a, you know, a cross-reference to that. No, there are no other animals uh, ever and the cross-reference denied. I gotta I'm tell you, I think I noticed the snails around your house, Doug Jordan, are exceptionally large. Now, I don't know if you're feeding them directly or if what's going on with those poor little things, but geez louise down on my knees, is that something that maybe you could confess to at this moment? No, it's probably because you guys all go to my garage to play with yourselves. Interesting, interesting freaking theory. Uh, my freaking follow-up question. Uh, I mean, when I when I think about this, I mean, does does this does this do any good to to hear the freaking perspective, maybe from the freaking the, this story from the chimpanzee's perspective, where if you're freaking spending time with a freaking animal like this, let's see a champ, chimpanzee or a freaking farm animal or whatever, uh, maybe by by spending so much time with them, maybe you're taking away freaking time that they spend with the animals of their own freaking kind. Yeah, and that could be freaking detrimental to their freaking to their freaking lives. Yeah, 
Maybe think about that. I mean, uh, in the context of this story, and yeah, yeah, I, I agree I with am, the zookeepers. I mean, in a different context, in the context of your personal freaking life. I don't. There's no. I mean, I. I don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. All right. Well, Doug Jordan, maybe we'll give you something else to suck on. All right. Last week, two new flaming hot food style products hit the shelves just in time for Labor Day, according to Brand Eating. Although the marketing is seemingly unrelated, Doritos and Mountain Dew, both under the umbrella of parent company PepsiCo, have released flaming hot additions to their robust lineups. Doritos is rounding out the summer season with the all new Doritos Dinamita flaming hot queso flavored tortilla chips. This crunchy roll-up style chip features Frito-Lay's signature flaming Hot Seasoning. For a limited time, these hot tamales can be purchased in 4-ounce bags for a suggested price of $1.99, 9.25-ounce bags for a suggested price of $2.99, and 10.75-ounce bags for a suggested price of $4.29. Meanwhile, Mountain Dew has partnered with Frito-Lay to turn up the heat using the famous flaming Hot Seasoning original designed for Cheetos. According to Mountain Dew, the soda combines, quote, sweet citrus with a new spicy goodness. Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot Soda goes on sale exclusively online at the Dew Store starting Tuesday, August 31st, 2021, while supplies last. Doug Jordan, take it to the sports desk. Uh, okay, uh... Uh, welcome to the uh, sports desk uh, with me, Mike Doug Jordan. Uh, today we're talking about the Doritos Flaming Hot Dynamita queso uh, flavored tortilla chips. So the, what they are, they're kind of like uh, they it's like they take a Dorito and they uh, roll it up into like a into like a roll. So it's just a it's a rolled up Dorito and then they fry it like a taquito. Uh, yeah, but there's no filling. It's just the chip. It's like a uh, a taki is another uh, uh, popular one. The rolled up Dorito. Wait a minute. It says queso. It's filled with queso. Flaming hot queso. Well, no, I think it's the flaming hot queso uh, powder that you would find on, on a Dorito, you know, like a Dorito powder. But it's flaming hot. The the flavor is flaming hot queso. So it's gonna be crunch. It's gonna be a crunchy style chip, roll up chip. And uh, I mean that that part almost goes without saying. I don't think that. I'm not trying to tell you how to run your segment, but I mean obviously this is a, probably not gonna be a soft chip. Now, yeah. Doug, Doug Jordan, I do have a question here, and. Are you going to need to purchase the rollers that they have at 7-Eleven for your home to eat these? So to put them on, those hot rollers, or can you do it right in your microwave? No, it's a it's a bag of chips. They've made the Dynamita-style uh, chips before. Uh, I think they have a chili lime flavor, which I've had. Um, and it's a bag of rolled-up chips. Well, wouldn't all the beef and cheese just slide out to the bottom of the bag? Well, there's no, there's no filling. There's no beef and cheese. It's not, it's not a taquito. It's a, it's a, it's a crunchy roll-up style wait a chip. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm gonna stop right there. This thing doesn't have any freaking filling in it. No, I've said that three or four times now. There's no. I'm, it's just a chip that's rolled up. I'm having a hard time picturing this. So there's no filling. It's a potato no. chip. 
So this is a rolled up. Okay, hold no, on. No, it's a oh, corn chip. Please don't interrupt me. Uh, there. So this is a rolled up freaking chip, style chip. And so why it's rolled, but there's nothing. There is no freaking filling. No, it's a why crunchy it rolled roll up, up style why, chip. Why, so it just rolled up nothing into a chip, or it falls out into the bag. Well, it's like, have you ever had, uh, I like to call these mega chips, where you go to a Mexican restaurant and there's a bunch of chips stuck together and it, there's a big crunch on it? And I call those mega chips because it's obviously the, the tortillas just got stuck together when they put them in the fryer. But it's, it's, I like them a lot. Uh, they're good because you got you get more crunch. So they, they're taking one chip and they're rolling it up. In but, the, in, but in this, in this, in this, in these particular chips, the filling would just fall right out into the bag or there's no filling they're just it's just a chip it's just a it's just a rolled up tortilla uh, a crunchy roll-up style chip this isn't making a lot of sense to me yeah i don't know if you know what you're talking about here but maybe you can redeem yourself by talking about the mountain dew flaming hot dew i gotta tell you before the show i took a flaming hot dew it burned Did you eat a lot of spicy food or I something? don't know what it was I couldn't put my finger on it I did pick through it a bit and you picked through it what do you mean so you literally did put your finger on it I would well I wasn't being I was yeah I did I couldn't put couldn't exactly put my finger on it kind of went right into it you know no I don't know why, why were you putting your finger near the toilet anyways I wanted to figure out why it was so hot so you were trying to, were you holding your hand out to see if it radiated any sort of heat um, like you would on a fire? I was trying to, it felt like it would be red and it wasn't red because the feeling that it gave coming out of my Wait butt cheeks felt like so, red. But you, but you couldn't tell that but just by looking at it because if, if you felt like it was so hot that it, it looked red, couldn't you have just looked at the freaking turd instead of putting your finger through it? I am having trouble distinguishing reality from a dream these days. I can't, I don't know. I had to touch it to make sure it was real. It was definitely real. Also, if it's red, I think that you should probably go to a doctor. It wasn't red. It was just a mess. What about the freaking Mountain Dew? It's going to be Mountain Dew, I think, with uh, Flaming Hot seasoning uh, that was originally designed for Cheetos. And uh, so it'll be sweet citrus dew with a new spicy goodness. It'll be a little, a little sweet and a little hot. Uh, people have been putting chilies in chocolate for years, so. I, but don't you think all of the filling will just be at the bottom of the can? Wait a minute, this is a chocolate Mountain Dew? No, it's not. It's, Mount, it's Mountain Dew with spice. There's no, and there's no filling because it's a drink. So the Mountain Dew is the filling. Yes, the Mountain Dew is, I would say, is probably the filling, uh-huh. yeah. But then I don't the, think a chocolate Mountain Dew sounds like a good idea. Yeah, not to put between a taquito. Well, it's not a chocolate Mountain Dew. It's just a, it's a flaming hot Mountain Dew. Dipped in chocolate, you said. You said chili yeah, chocolate. You mentioned you said chili chocolate. There's a chili chocolate Mountain Dew. No, I didn't say chili. I said people have been doing a sweet and hot chili chocolate thing for years, and that's probably where they're getting the idea from. They got a pineapple Mountain Dew out now. They're doing a lot of uh, drinks these days. 
They have they have one that's supposed to be three flavors in one. I haven't right. had that yet. But there's no way we're going to allow him to freaking talk about it because if we don't stop him, he's going to name every single yeah, band. Don't even code red. There's no, the live goes. wire that comes. You got you got to stop. You got to stop. Voltage, which was part of the Democracy campaign. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees. This was a blast. And Sandy Vargas, I am very much looking forward to the ice cream social freaking late potato chip party, pool party, extravaganza or whatever it is that you said it was. So, yeah, I actually don't know if it's going to be that great of a time, but um, we, we can sure as hell freaking try. I imagine once the mayo tarts show up, it is just going to be off the rails. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about the mayo tarts showing up. Yeah, that'll probably be pretty good. They're going to have hot dogs? I, I, I can't imagine that they that they wouldn't have freaking hot, uh, hot dogs, but maybe just to be freaking safe, you should probably bring a couple of freaking hot dogs with you. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe some barbecue. Yeah. I, I, it, if it's Labor Day, you gotta have a hot dog. Bring yeah. these, uh, bring these cheese-filled taquitos too. Bring a, bring a two-liter of the freaking chocolate Mountain Dew. All this talk about food is making me quite hungry. Anybody else getting famished? Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yep. Well, maybe we should all go out and get something to eat. I was thinking of a Tego Grill, but I don't know. Maybe we should try something different for a change. Yeah, I ain't gotta tell you. I'm, I think I'm a little, I'm finally a little burnt out on that place. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, but I mean, there's the whole freaking feeling in there is just not freaking great these days. Yeah, it's like being on board a sinking ship. <laughs>